Welcome to the Calvary Baptist Podcast. As we return to more normal church and building activities, we want to communicate how that return is going. There are many encouraging things happening, as well as some difficulties to overcome. So we'll take a few minutes today to discuss all those things. It has been such a joy to be with our body and worship Jesus together, and we thank you for your patience and grace as we navigate gathering in the midst of COVID and other building issues. Let's get to the podcast. All right, guys. Hello. hey yo, hey yo. We're going to do a quick what's going on, and I think to start off our what's going on, we've all had conversations. We're all making attempts to be more healthy lately, which is good. So I want to know how that's going. <laughs> that's wow. Are you trying to, are you punking me right now? Not punking we at all. We just talked about it. No. Well, would you like to know how I realized my wallet was missing? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. I just ran down the hill to McDonald's real quick. Just <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little breakfast. For real? For real. Oh no. I, I was trying to leave that part out of the story because I knew you were going to judge me so hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a little, little hash brown, little egg McMuff. The uh, truth will set you free. I know, man. Well, so did you, you not get anything then? Uh, as I was scrambling for looking for my wallet, I found the, a five ski. So oh. I felt like the Lord wanted me to eat. So I, I did have to say no to one item. Yeah. Downsize a little bit. But. So it was a healthy choice, actually. Yes. Good. I'm making healthy choices. That's really fun. Yeah. Downsize my order. <laughs> That's so good. And when you say ran down to McDonald's, did you really mean drive down to McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> drove drove my, my vehicle to McDonald's. Semantics, Bobby. Semantics. Yeah. Come oh, on now. great. <laughs> okay. But I plan on making a healthier, even healthier choice tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, but we talked this morning, and you have goals. You want to try to get a little healthier. You've got some... Yeah. LBs you want to shed and all the healthier. LBs. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. It's tough, man. Especially like, um, you know, I left the house at like what six this morning, didn't pack a lunch, didn't eat breakfast. And then you get to your desk and you're like, you know, shoot, I should probably put something in my body. Mm-hmm. So, and the only options are like that box of ho-hos in the, in the kitchen. I don't know who the, those are. The Jesus. Last year's, like last year's youth hobos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else uh, or coffee. Yeah, that's all we got going on here. They don't go bad. <laughs> we should get some healthy snacks in the office. Sure. You know, we used to keep a little better stock of that when, when things were a little more regular, but mm-hmm. it's just been so here and there. Yeah. For instance, Joel and I found one healthy snack uh, just a couple of days ago while we were looking through the old Welcome Center. and um, It was just barely expired. Yeah. It was a Nature Valley bar, which I'm pretty sure they, they've got to have at least a five-year lifespan oh, on them. Sure. It was expired by three years already. So <laughs> is, that a healthy, <laughs> is that a healthy snack, though? Just old oats glazed with honey? Is that really a... Uh, probably yeah. better than an egg McMuffin, but... I don't know, man. At least mine had some protein. Uh, okay. An egg, a sausage patty. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's got to be a toss-up. Yeah. I definitely like the McMuffin better. <laughs> I'm oh, not yeah. judging. I'm just... Oh, man. A lot of salt in that bad boy. <laughs> I love salt. Yeah, you'll die without salt. So people always say, you know, like, don't eat too much salt. But it's like, well, yeah, I don't want to die. So no. I no. want to keep some salt. Yep, for sure. B, how are you doing, man? 38 pounds down. Dude. Feeling pretty good. Slim and trim. 38, 38 pounds in how how many months? That's like, you're kind of hammering it. Uh, I think five months, something like that. Okay. Five, six months. So Wow, time flies. Feeling pretty good. I was thinking it was like two months. I was too. Is it two months? Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I don't know either. I I just it seemed like it seemed like a short amount of time. You, you've been doing great. I yeah. feel like you gave me most of them, so that's nice. <laughs> so yeah, that when did you start? <laughs> September is uh, six months ago. So 
Yeah, I think it was September. Was it right? September? Uh-huh. It was September. I can't remember. Time does fly. I think that around September. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, man. Feeling great. Good. Yeah, I noticed you've been wearing short shorts and like tank tops around the office. <laughs> yeah. I really like the biker outfit, yeah. personally. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in spandex. <laughs> it was a leotard. Oh, no. His, his wrestling unitard from, from middle school. <laughs> hey, was that was that you rushing the field to the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I saw a video of somebody down in the end zone and got the whole thing. It was amazing. <laughs> did, you, did you see why he did it? No. I, yeah, it's it's inappropriate. It's not uh, not for the not for podcast. Oh, okay. So there is a rumor that he did it to win a prop bet about right. a fan on the field, but uh, it looks like more it's about promoting an adult website. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just I saw that there was a prop bet, like a Vegas prop bet of someone getting a streak at the Super Bowl, right? And he bet himself off for three hundred seventy five thousand dollars, and then did it. <laughs> so he won. Wow. I feel like that's the kind of thing that could get a guy in trouble with his bookie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You didn't say I couldn't rush the field. <laughs> that someone would rush the field. Well, they're only going to let 7,500 of our pre-vaccinated health heroes in there. So who, who is, what hospital does this guy work for? You know? Mm. Yeah, he has a history of, of doing this, apparently, in one of the news At articles. Games? Yeah, it's like his third time like going on the field or something like that. Yikes, man. That's crazy. Hmm. All right, Bobby, how are you doing? I'm man? doing better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know, I didn't make that much money in that short amount of time, sure. but I feel like I feel like I'm making healthier choices than yeah. he is, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. No, you're waking up early. You got kind of a routine you're on. I'm starting that. Yeah. So today was the, the okay, third day. Okay. Let's this. Okay. Third day. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just the third day of doing it, and it's honestly, it just keeps gets feels like it just keeps getting better. And I think the reason maybe why it feels like it's getting better is because the exercise is tapering off. <laughs> <laughs> but but the quiet time and like. Well, you gotta let your muscles breathe. Man. No. <laughs> my my time with the Lord is getting longer and even and even better. And so that it's it started off I'm trying to do an hour of uh, word worship and prayer, and then um, an hour of exercise. And now it's more like one forty five and fifteen. So it's like a little <laughs> bit of calisthenics thrown in while my eggs are cooking, um, and uh, hmm. and the rest of the time is just time spent with the Lord, which. It has been really awesome. So. Now, is this Good an man. untapped market, the uh, exercise and spiritual devotion like Ooh. a combo? As long as there's a dog in the front cover, I think you can sell it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kick this around a little bit. I know yeah. a Christian publishing agent, if you're ever interested. Yeah. I mean, I know there was the Daniel Fast, right? Rick Warren, Saddleback, they did that. So if we could like do something, I, I'm picturing like Billy Blank's Tybo thing, but you're like, you're like fighting the devil maybe or Ooh, wow. yeah, yeah 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 we could make a video brandon will be like our exercise leader of well, course of he's, course he's the most svelte <laughs> i feel like there's some old power team guys that we could have because oh, the they're power not team they're not doing much these days no no they're they're probably in wheels home visits <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you guys remember american gladiator love oh, that yeah. show yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. it came back yeah it did is it back uh it came back briefly I saw something like that, but yeah. yeah, it wasn't as cool when it came back. It didn't seem like no. I remember as a kid going like, "Where can I get one of these tennis ball machine guns?" Right, dude. One of ones so bad. Nice. <sighs> I'm also working out a bit. I just noticed that every joint on my body hurts constantly now. So trying to, yeah, that's called Monday. Oh, uh, yeah. Every day feels like a Monday then. Yeah. So yeah, doing some working out, trying to, trying to. uh upkeep the old vehicle as it ages 
You know, you think uh, we'd be more inspired by our wives who are like crushing it. Like Kara went jogging with with Jen the other day. Mm-hmm. And, like every, all our all our wives are always like pretty active and fit and working out and looking. Yeah, at but us that involves schlubs. running, and I care nothing about that. So that running is the worst. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah, I always cheer Kara on. Like I'm really proud of you. Good job. And in my heart, I'm like, that's the worst. I would mm-hmm. never do that. Yeah. What are you running from? Mm-hmm. No. Bears. I mean, if you're running to get an egg McMuffin, I can understand yeah, yeah. that. I mean, sort of time frame on get that thing. I'll, I'll run. Yeah, or away from something. Sure. Just to, yeah, jog or maybe jog, maybe a soft J. I think it's a soft J. Is it a soft J? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're T is going to get mad. This is too much bro talk. So uh, let's talk about what is going on. Uh, we want to make sure that we're communicating well at all times with the church, and there's just a lot of stuff happening. A lot of building upkeep, things like that going on. So we want to make sure that uh, people who are not coming to church right now don't get those communication updates, are able to stay on board with what's going on. So I think the biggest thing right now is the water. Mm-hmm. Um, guys are here working on that right now. Um, <laughs> they're not not finding good things uh, where the water leak is is going to be very hard to access. So Yeah, I, we f- I feel like we might need to just move. <laughs> Seriously. We'll go buy the movie theater. Yeah. Sell this thing. So... Couldn't find the water leak, so we just got a new building. We did find China, <laughs> though. That is a really deep hole. That's a deep it hole. Is, man. And people think we have it pretty easy up here at the church. And when the best part of your day is when the porta potty is during, in the direct sunlight. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, it's, Bobby, Bobby sent that out. Bobby sent that out like a text update yesterday. Like, hey guys, <laughs> just letting you know, like the, the solar, the solar, the angle of the Earth's rotation and the sun right now is perfect for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> You have a warm porta potty. Uh, we're all lined up out there. I've never used the restroom less in my life because it's just the thought of going out and standing in that porta potty. It, it's yeah. ten degrees outside. It's Why terrible. are you standing? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think standing's bad? Try sitting out there in the dark at four a.m. on a Sunday morning. No thanks. No thank you. And we're prepping for snowpocalypse. It's yeah. gonna, yeah, I think it's going to happen. Snow's coming. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's going to snow three to nine inches. I'm gonna take the over under. Well, under nine, over under three, nine, over three. <laughs> <laughs> <And> they with <laughs> really stepping out on that prediction. Out of one. As long as we've lived here, usually what happens is there's like there's late prediction forecasts that come that are like you get a dusting. When that's a week ahead of time, it usually we get a good blast. Mm-hmm. So I I bet we get a good amount of snow. Mm-hmm. I hope so. It yeah. says it's supposed to literally snow for four days straight, like just straight. That's crazy. So yeah, water is being worked on. Hopefully that's getting resolved. I don't have much more of an update than that. Other uh, well, than I don't. I the way it's going now, currently, I'd actually be surprised if that's fixed by Sunday. So no, no yeah, no, definitely it's going to be another couple of weeks of no bathrooms, which yeah. affects kids' classrooms. You know, we're, we're ready to open nursery. So if you're listening, you got like a little one. Mm-hmm. As soon as we can have the ability to wash hands after changing diapers or you know all that yeah. stuff, we'll have that open. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all we're really waiting on for at least nursery and toddler room is just mm-hmm. water. Those rooms just are exponentially more difficult without access to water. Right. Yeah, and you can imagine sending kids out to the parking lot to go to the bathroom and the whole Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. Not. Yeah, we opened uh the pre K room this last week and yeah, it was good. That was great. Um definitely it, it shows that kids have not kinda had that structure. I'm not saying that like there's no structure at home, but like that classroom. That's this is how we yeah. This is how we listen and how we pay attention and how we participate in a class. That's that's going to be... Um, it was like the first day of school. Yeah, it really yeah. was. It really was. But Jen and, and Kara did a great job um, of kind of 
trying to lay the groundwork for what that's going to look like. And I had a Zoom call with other teachers last night. We kind of that was a big portion of what we talked about. Is just a lot of our time is going to be spent these first few weeks, um, just kind of going over quote unquote you know classroom rules and how to participate. But it was really good. It was fun to have the kids in the class and and they were loving it, uh, just playing and having a good time with each other. So that was fun and. Hopefully we'll be able to do the same with the K through fourth in the next few weeks. I know that uh, Linda Pierce is really excited to get back into the class and just need some people to help out and and uh, be classroom helpers to spend time with kids and help that management kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's looking up. I'm excited about that. Yeah, and church is full, lobby's full on Sunday mornings, so mm-hmm. it's, it has been good to be back together. People are trying to do their best and it just feels like everyone's just happy to be back together. I haven't heard much <laughs> complaining about masks or distancing Mm-mm. or whatever. We just sort of all like figuring it out and that's nice to not have to like make it an issue. It's just, let's just kind of show up, do what we can do. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. If you told me you can either choose to wear a mask for the rest of your life or not see anyone, I'm I'm mask all the way. Sure. No question. Absolutely. Like no complaining, no nothing. That time away from people not seeing anybody was was hard. That was rough. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I agree with that. I feel blessed. Thankful. Yeah. It's good. And and worship team is growing. We've we're got gro- some yeah, people we're, coming back. We're and that's growing cool. back. Yeah, Joel is almost done with our um we have when we have whenever we have an off preacher, like if David hurts his back or takes some vacation or anything, <laughs> um a lot of times people tend to throw things. So Joel is making a new mm-hmm. plexiglass yep. um enclosure so those people don't have to get pegged from the mm-hmm. audience no <clears throat> joel's building us a new drum enclosure because the our other one uh we had moved it so many times that it's just falling to pieces and so um that's almost finished so that'll help give us a little more structure on the stage our a lot of our musicians are coming back out of the woodwork so we'll have a couple of our our old our old friends back this week jake and ted will be back with us on the stage and um, Ben's going to one arm it from the piano again this week and new people stepping up. Pete has, has stepped up and started playing some bass for us, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, I mean, the lights are working and now we've had a guy named Scott Barker, who's a part of the community here, but is, is kind of getting more involved at Calvary, um, in some ways and wants to help us develop, um, our lighting system to where it can really be functional for the next 40 years, like it has been for the last 40. So that stuff's really exciting just to see God moving in ways as, mm-hmm. as we regather, it, it felt, felt for a long time, like, God, what are you doing mm-hmm. here? You know, and then just to see him in every app, like every avenue, every facet of our lives, um, begin to bring those things back is, is, it's just, it's a tribute to his faithfulness. And you always wonder like, man, why did we ever doubt? But still, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite thing about the drum cage is it's like a, a gigantic COVID screen. It like really looks like, like a, like a full <laughs> bubble. It's the perfect mask. Andrew Worley, who has been helping us with sound, actually asked that. He goes, "So what? What is? Is this so the drummer doesn't get COVID?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I wanted to ask about life groups. You guys have been sending out the questions on Sunday um, after the the sermon. Um, and I wanted to see if you guys have been getting any feedback on those, like our life groups engaging with those questions. How are how are our established life groups going? Is that going well? I got feedback from one from one group. Yeah, that's that's all I've heard. And so, um, and for them, they really enjoyed it. They and I think they were in the sermon. You know, like they like most everyone in that group was there that Sunday morning, and then their group meets you know Wednesday or Thursday, I think, and that. And so for them, it worked great. That's the only feedback I've had. I know that there is a group that meets on Sunday night and that uh, a couple of weeks ago, Bobby shot me a text like, hey, uh, the questions? <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. You know, it was like six o'clock at night already and I had forgotten to, to send them out. So um, other than that, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard much feedback. 
but the one group that did it, I think it worked well. So I think like if you're doing all, if you're doing the Bible read through and you're getting the sermon, then getting those questions, like all of that together is, is good. It gives you a chance to process and it feels good. I do know from experience, it's just tough because not everybody, you know, if saw the sermon or, you know, or if you're behind and you read through, then it doesn't have that same cohesion. So it does kind of require everybody to be mm-hmm. caught up and pulling together. But, um, and then yeah, there's been a couple, uh, emails coming in, people looking to get plugged into a life group. And so I think, Oh, cool. Yeah. I think that's, that's, I think it's slowly going, slowly growing. It still needs, uh, more leaders, more, more host homes, that sort of stuff. We mm-hmm. definitely would love to see that whole opportunity grow. But. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to Josiah Shetler this last week, and he's apparently him and um, Amanda Cleveland have been continuing to run the Adventure Life Group that we had here at the church for a couple of years before COVID had hit, and we didn't even know it was still happening because it was out of out of the building, and they and they're out basically in you know away mm-hmm. Camp Morrow ish yeah. type areas. <clears throat> but he was he was asking if there's any way that they could get back in and start using the gym for volleyball, and then one of the classrooms for their Bible study stuff. And I was like, yep. That would be amazing. So mm. um, uh, I'm going to meet with him either this week or next week and talk about that too. So some things cool. coming back. It's good. That's real cool. What were you laughing about? Nothing. Nothing. What else is going on? Brandon, what's going on with the youth? We're growing like crazy. Uh, I think we had 30 kids at middle school last night and we had uh, 30 kids for high school. So <laughs> we're growing like crazy. Uh, we're going through... For middle school right now, we're going through the Bible, um, going through Genesis. Ah, so. the Bible, yes. I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going through Genesis, so it really did have some uh, awesome cohesion with your message on Sunday. And then with high school, we're going through um, totally just the Quran. <laughs> Definitely not the Quran. Um, for high school, pretty much the same thing, just kind of piggybacking off of those kind of things in our lib curriculum. So that's been going really well. Sweet. Going awesome. Uh, any news on camp? I know I talked with uh, Chip a few weeks ago that they're still totally up in the air. They don't know what's going to happen at Camp Morrow, but mm. have you guys had any yeah. thoughts on that? So Jason did tell me that uh, <clears throat> their release dates, so senior high is going to be June 27th through July 2nd, junior high 1, July 4th through the 9th, and junior high 2 is July 18th through the 23rd. So Wait, did you say July 4th through 9th? July 4th through the 9th. Yep. It's a Sunday this year. I feel like year. something else happens on July 4th. Uh, yep. Mm. Huh. Huh. No? So if that all goes to plan, our plan on, Jason. for youth ministry is to actually bring back the pasta with a purpose. So the fundraising, dinner, and um, silent auction, um, bringing that back and sending kids out to camp. That's that's kind of the desire. That's kind of the hope cool. in partnering with them. So Sweet. S- stand by. <laughs> you said pasta, so Bobby and I will be there. <laughs> pasta i saw that they're reopening indoor dining in portland so wow hopefully we can get all that pasta going here it's open in portland it's got to open here right i would think Uh, i don't know (laughs) uh yeah dude i came last night to uh, do my zoom call and i heard this commotion in the gym and like there's literally a 10 on 10 football game going on (laughs) in the gym man that was awesome just dudes everywhere running, scrambling. Brandon got blitzed. I saw Brandon get blitzed. Mm. I got blitzed. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was a delayed blitz. I got yeah. sacked. Did you complain like Russell Wilson? I did not complain. All right, you gotta read that, man. You gotta, you gotta see that coming. Yeah. You gotta audible into like a little quick slant. 
Well, it's just good to see, man. It looks you you guys have a ton of people, a ton of kids coming, and that's super cool to see. Yeah, we got a great group of kids. What else be going? We got our annual, uh, so in the first quarter, annual business meeting, member meeting coming up March 14th. Um, so that'll happen in church right after. So I know it's a month away. March 14th. Uh, is that just general church business, life of church stuff? Or is there anything specific we're yeah, so talking about? Yeah, per bylaws, that's where the the official accounting, so it's like a assets, money, budget. So we just had a budget meeting to approve the budget, but this will be more an even more extensive report of assets and expenditures and that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, waiting on a, I got to talk with stewardship as well about like uh, audit or review from, from this last year. But so that's where, that's like the one thing that uh, has to happen in a, in the annual meeting as according to our bylaws. But uh, then in general, I just want to, I'm, I'm probably going to spend a, a, a lot of time talking about some of the stuff throughout the year, leadership changes, structural changes, and where we can see that going in the future as well, just to like, to try to tackle that communication thing. So when people go like, well, who's on the elder board, you know, like all the different things about like timelines, the people rotating off or like a guy like Paul, Paul Lagore, who rotated off at the end of his three year term when I just came back on it, you know, would have loved to have him on a Sunday morning up in front of the crowd, like being able to celebrate him and say, thank you for your service, all that sort of stuff. Um, and there's just cause of COVID mm-hmm. we weren't able to do that. So just sort of update everybody on like, here's where we've been in the last year. And then, uh, I am going to do a, just an open Q and a time, which we'll, we'll see how that goes. Mm. <laughs> Are you going to try to do kind of some of that celebration stuff for, for guys who may have rotated off the old board? Yeah. Board well, well, yes. Want to do that. And I want to, um, you know, I haven't told you guys this yet, but I would love to get like sort of like snapshot reporting of each ministry, you know, like, mm-hmm. Hey, here's where kids is at youth worship, et cetera. Um, so each of you guys will have a chance to sort of talk about, uh, what you're doing, where you're going. And so it's, it is a great opportunity to cast vision and to continue to talk about here's, here's how we're making disciples and here are the things in front of us. Here's, and then call people to participate, to serve. We need more volunteers and that sort of thing. But then it's also just a chance for members to, to ask questions about anything mm-hmm. going on in the church. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, what are we, where are we headed next for the preaching series? You, you've kind of, have you broken up the year into kind of sections? I yeah. Guess? So the year of biblical literacy is basically like eight mini series. Okay. And so, uh, right now we're in what's called the big picture. So we're doing an overview of this next week. Well, as, as people are listening to this recording, it have probably already passed. We're doing rebellion. So it's creation and then the rebellion. And next week we'll talk about covenant. And so we'll get through that and that'll get us right up into, uh, Easter ish, you know, the end of March being April where we're going to just do like a three or four week series called symbols of Christ. So we'll do the water baptism. We'll do the meal, Lord's supper. Then we'll have good Friday and Easter. And then, then we jump into a series called the God I don't understand. And it kind of walks through, um, questions like all the violence in the old Testament. How do we, how do we understand, a God who it sounds like he's calling for genocide, you know, and some yeah. of those, some of those questions, when you look at the Canaanite wars and Joshua and judges and all this stuff, um, you know, how the, the theology behind that God's character, uh, the, the issue of violence, man's violence, God's response to man's violence. And so, um, that's, that'll be fun. I think mm. like that's all, there are questions that come out of those sections of scripture that sometimes we're uncomfortable talking about. Yeah, uh, but people who are, but they're often lobbed back at you as criticism of why someone refuses Christianity or doesn't mm-hmm. understand the Bible. Like, you know, how am I going to believe in a God who, you know, opens holes in the ground and swallows up people and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. 
So that's the that's that's coming next, and then we'll progress through. Then we're going to jump into probably wisdom literature. That next part I got to flesh out a little bit, but um, and then as we get to the prophets, we're we're going to land on we're going to do some overview prophet book overviews. Like just here's here's kind of what's happening in Ezekiel, or here's what's happening in Jeremiah. Um, but those will be so broad, you know, it's like mm-hmm. to, to do a book that like Isaiah in one week, you know, it's basically just picking the main theme and saying, this is, this is how, as you're reading these, these are some ways you should be looking for what God's doing. And then we're going to probably do like seven weeks of Daniel. Cool. Yeah. Man. That sounds awesome, man. Yeah. Babylon. Cool. Especially yeah. that God, I don't understand sort of stuff. I'm looking that, forward to that. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Well, we should do a podcast as it gets closer because there's a bunch of really great resources for people to take a much deeper dive. There's, There have been quite a few books uh, written around that that theme that are really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. And it, it just really helps you understand, you know, what's happening in the literature of the Bible. Because we read it as uh, the way we read history is just perhaps different than how it was intended to be read, you know, mm-hmm. and our, like our understanding of history and an ancient Eastern understanding of history are just significantly different. So lots of resources out there. Cool. Yeah. It's exciting that we're framing that in the context of the year of biblical literacy and and understanding just the general context of the Bible, right? Like you're saying, when we pull out those individual stories, Canaanite wars, we really start to struggle with stuff, but framing it inside that larger context, I feel like is going to be a lot more helpful for how we wrestle with those questions, right? Sure. Cause you get to, you, you, when you get to some of those stories, you just don't really know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of shrug and be like, eh, and just move on, you know? And mm-hmm. so, uh, understanding why they're there and what God is really intending to do, you know, like why, why is this happening? Why is God, it sounds like, like God's giving the Israelites provisions for slavery. I thought God's against slavery, mm-hmm. but now he's telling them how to treat their slaves. Why doesn't he just abolish slavery from day one? And so working through all the things that are happening in there is like really, really helpful. Really, really helps you understand, you know, like, okay, what is God doing in this redemptive plan and how Mm -hmm. he is mediating his will, his purposes with a people who are, you know, bound in a time and a place and who are like us, Mm -hmm. broken, selfish, you know? So, yeah. Cool. That's exciting. Cool. I think that's about it for updates. Do you guys have anything to add? Um, I, I just have questions about fishing. So Okay. Yeah, if you're a podcast listener and, and you fish, I feel like you should invite me out on your boat. Provide me with all the things I need, <laughs> including a large fish on the end of my line. <laughs> and a new license. Oh, yeah. Now that I lost my wallet, I got to get a new license. Oh, man. Cool. Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, if you do have any other questions, please be sure to get in touch with us, office at calvarythedals.org, and we'll try to get all your other questions answered. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, David. Thanks, Later. Buddy.